When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Oh my goodness, what a wet weekend around the state of Wisconsin. We had flash flood warnings going into the evening last night, and I'm afraid we do have some hit and miss showers on the way this week. It's five minutes after five o'clock on a Monday morning, 23rd day of September, and I'll tell you what, this weather is frustrating an awful lot of folks. Uh, Stumach will have all of our weather details in about 15 minutes. Sunshine on the way today. We should stay fairly dry. 71 are expected high with just a 10% chance of showers. Tomorrow, mostly sunny and 76, another 10% chance of showers. Then Wednesday, a possibility of morning showers. Uh, looks like about a 30% chance on Wednesday. 67 are expected high. Stumach, our ag meteorologist, with all your weather details in about 15 minutes. It was a wet one down at Alpine Valley in Elkhorn on Saturday, Farm Aid 2019. If you were there, you know what I was talking about. It uh, was raining basically all day, but it did not deter a crowd of approximately 36,000 people that were there for the musical entertainment and to hear messages about what farmers are facing these days. Myself, Josh Scramlin, Reba McClone, all of us were there. And we've got stories from Farm Aid coming up after 5.30. Also up before 6 o'clock, if you flush it, if you uh, dispose of it, anything that goes down your drain, guess what? In Madison, some of that waste is ending up on farm fields. It was a frustrating spring for the folks at Metro Grow because of the wet weather. Now with more wet weather this fall, we'll catch up with them and see what their game plan is. Stick around for that before 6. Celebrating 100 years, the Wisconsin Farm Bureau. It's a grassroots organization of people just like you and me who care about keeping agriculture strong. Joining the Farm Bureau can also qualify you for a number of money-saving member benefits that include discounts on insurance, travel, even equipment. Farm Bureau proud for 100 years. Become a member today at WFBF.com. A voice for farmers, vision for agriculture. Wisconsin Farm Bureau. When a company only does business in Wisconsin, that's Wisconsin Strong. Rural Mutual provides all lines of insurance, including commercial, farm, home, and auto. And your premiums stay right here to keep Wisconsin strong. Local agents, local underwriters, local claims adjusters. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Doesn't really matter what your religion is. If you are a farmer, you have got to have some faith. Josh Gremlin here on the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And Scott, our good friend Bob Bolsold, caught up with uh, some people in Pittsville to talk about their devotion to the land, correct? That's right, Josh. This is Scott Schultz on the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire. The Catholic Diocese of La Crosse has celebrated its Rural Life Day to honor farmers and their devotion to the land for the past 39 years. And during the past few years, Bishop William Callahan has gone to different farms for that celebration. This year, the event was held at the Otter Creek Farm near Pittsville in central Wisconsin, a farm run by the Ortner family. And as Bob Boso found out, there are a lot of Ortners. It started out with 14 children, and uh, now I forget how many uh, 
great-grandchildren and grandchildren. Actually, there are 26 great-grandchildren will be. We've got one coming up next year, and uh, family is everything. How much of the family is actively involved in the farm, and how many just like to go out and play? (laughs) Well, um, out of the three sons that we had, we have Ryan and Kevin, and they work hard on the farm, along with one of our grandsons, uh, Brody, and he is 10 years old, and he helps a lot. Grandma always has some fresh cookies and pies for him? Sort of, if Grandma's home from her job. (laughs) (laughs) So you're busy off the farm? Correct. I uh, worked on the farm up until 23 years ago, 24 years ago. Then we found out we needed insurance. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Dan is also with us, Lori's husband. Dan, tell us about the the history. Again, so many partners involved in the operation around here. When did it get started and who started it here? Well, it's a lot of of the people, like the Beslicks today, they came from Iowa. We came from Iowa in 63. Whereabouts in Iowa did you guys all come from? Carroll, Iowa, in that area. That's where my grandparents lived. My dad moved to a farm that was owned by an uncle and then got wind of land up here. And like they say, the land up here was cheaper. So that's how we ended up up here. So... When was that and uh, when they started? How much land did they have and what kind of an enterprise did they start with? In 62, they came up and looked at the farm. We moved up in 63 in January. And uh, 160 acres is what we started with. The farm now in 63... We now farm what is parts and all of 17 different farms that are all gone. People retired short of uh, 900 acres now that we farm. Mm-hmm. And Joe is also with us and saw on those 1,700 acres. Joe, what are we growing? Oh, just corn and uh, a few soybeans if the weather's right and mostly hay alfalfa. If the weather's right. That's yeah. been the question of the year starting this spring as we stand here looking at the corn, it looks awful good, but uh, it needs some time, doesn't it? Yeah, it's about three weeks behind, so it needs some warm weather. When did you finally get it in? It was planted between uh, June 4th and 10th, and I ran windshield wipers with the corn planter three different times. When did you get the beans in? We didn't plant any beans this year. All corn? All corn, uh, 370 acres of corn this year, mm-hmm. and 80 acres of prevent plant. Prevent plant, that's the operative word around here this year. Hey, Land Joe, you got any of that? And if uh, you do, how'd that come through last winter in this flat, heavy ground? Uh, not so well. There was quite a few places that uh, was pretty dead. But uh, we'll have plow up a lot of it this fall and next spring and reseed it. So how much feed do you need as far as the operation, as far as livestock? Well, we've got quite a few bunker silos here, and if they're all full, we'll be in good shape. <laughs> so what, what do we need the feed for? What kind of livestock? Tell us about the operation from the animal side of things. Okay, we, we're milking about 180 cows. We keep all of our bull calves and raise them as steers, so we need a lot of corn for those, and uh, quite a few heifers, and so there's probably 550 head all total here. Mm-hmm. Marcy is also with us. Marcy, of course, is uh, Joe's wife. And Marcy, this is a Catholic Rural Life Day on your farm, and uh, this is something that's important to your family, not only the farming, but your faith. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. Yep, it kind of brings your values together. Um, It incorporates who you are and what you do, and, you know, you want to be that kind of person to bring your kids up in the Catholic faith to have them stay with it. And you've got... 
time that you devote to the church and the causes, don't you? Yes, I've been a coordinator for down here at St. Jochum's for, I don't even know, 20-some years, and I've been a teacher. I teach second grade, um, and it's just the value of trying to install our faith into our youth. As far as uh, you, I don't care if you work off the farm or not, you and Laura, you still got, you still got things to do on the farm. What kind of things do you do? Well, like I said, you know, running parts or sometimes even if they're... Bookwork, yeah, bookwork, lunch, make food for them, always making sure there's somebody available to, you know, I need this or that, or extra milkers if they're in the field late or something. Um, there's always a host of everybody working together to make it all go. And Lori, Catholic Rural Life Day on the farm, cleaned out the shed, a few hundred people here. How did you uh, say, yeah, we will do this? What uh, what was the determining factor? I actually didn't. <laughs> we were asked um, three years ago. We were asked three years ago. Actually, I was in Quick Trip, and Dan Kitzhopper saw me. He's like, oh, Marcy. He goes, we just had a real life meeting. I'm like, okay. And I wasn't on the committee yet then. Um, and so he says, well, we were looking for a host family when, when um, the Wisconsin Rapids Deanery hosts. And I said, well, I'll ask the guys, see what they say. And, well, boom, three years is here. <laughs> but it's been an honor. It's been a blessing to have that Bishop Callahan have a mass here on the farm. We are very honored and very blessed to have it happen. Joe, what did it take to get the place cleaned up? And especially because uh, the day of it is behind following about two days of about four or five inches of rain. Well, it's, it wasn't too bad. We had a lot of help with uh, parishioners and, and friends and family. And uh, it didn't take too much. Would, the shed wasn't too bad to clean out. It's a good thing to clean it out once in a while anyway. So how do you guys structure the business as far as business decisions are made? One of you in charge of the books, one of you in charge of livestock, one of you in charge of crops, one of you in charge of, of the machinery. Dan, how do you do it? It's it's a 50-50 partnership here. Um, my, two old, my two oldest boys work on the farm full time, but they're basically self-employed. You know, they're, they're a percentage of the farm and stuff, and, and Joe and I are 50-50 doing everything. So as far as uh, moving forward, the boys obviously have an interest in the farm, so this farm is going to stay in the Ortner family. I sure hope so. Now, in 2006, your family received the Strangers and Guests Award. That's, that's a big honor. Tell us about your conservation ethic and... Because it is about taking care of the soil, taking care of the water, taking care of the livestock. How much do you pay attention to that? You have to nowadays. We're surrounded by, it's called Otter Creek. We're surrounded by Otter Creek and the Yellow River. And so we have to watch everything. And we just got done adding on to our manure pit. It isn't in use yet because we're waiting to get manure out of the old one so we can add the two of them together. But you really have to pay attention to all that stuff nowadays. Joe, how much time does it take? Because you got to have 590 nutrient management plans. you got to have everything. How much time do you have to devote to that? Oh, boy. All day, every day. <laughs> well, that's, uh, you know, people might say, oh, yeah, that's crazy. But really and truly, it does take a lot. Yeah, you bet. From 5 o'clock in the morning till 7 o'clock at night on a normal day. And later than that, when we're taking, crop, we're taking crops off. So who makes the marketing decisions? And how do you do that? Uh, all the feed you raise go through the animals? or And how do you contract? Uh, what do you do? No, we don't contract anything. Uh, all the feed goes through the animals. 
animals here. We do have, I have grain bins on my place and any extra feed just goes in, you know, dry corn goes in the grain bins for those days and those years when you're short of feed. And right now we do have corn in the bins and that's what we'll be using this fall because we're not going to have any dry corn this year. I don't think a lot of people are going to have dry corn this year. How long will the corn that's standing here, beautiful stand of corn, but again, it's uh, September, middle of September, how long would it take ideally to hold off that first frost so you might have some dry corn at least? Uh, I don't think we'll, not possible this year, not for us anyway. Um, the fertilizer guy was out here a week or so ago and, and even he said, the number of growing degrees you need, it's just not going to happen this year, which it doesn't bother us a whole lot because we do high moisture corn snaplage and that's what we'll do with anything that's even close is we'll snap it off and use it that way. Well, I got to tell you, I got family down around around Carroll, Iowa, too, and they're not going to get dry corn either, and they don't have the benefit of being able to chop it. I've got relation down there with in the LP business, and they're smiling. They should be. They're going to be making money. <laughs> All right, the Ortners, and they've hosted this year's Rural Catholic Life Day, Rural Life Day at the farm, the Ortner Farm, Otter Creek Farms. I'm Bob Bosold. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Quality is the promise printed on every bag of Latham high-tech soybean seed. I'm Shannon Latham. Quality is the visible difference in the way our soybeans look, germinate, and perform. Latham has quality numbers for your fields. Ironclad 2186 Liberty Link is best in class for early group two. New 2193 E3 features enlist technology and ironclad protection. And Ironclad 2228R2 is a multiple first trial champion. Pick quality yields. Visit LathamSeeds.com or call 877-GO-LATHAM. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. I'm a better neighbor because my service has taught me how important it is to be a team player. My training helps me in my classes when I give attention to detail to the task at hand. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed. Also, the Army National Guard's education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time, close to home, by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station. As you can imagine, the historic flooding last year washed out many roads, driveways, and parking lots. DRS Asphalt is proud to have been called upon to make repairs at Greenway Station, American Girl, and many others. DRS Asphalt Paving, your local family paving company using long-lasting, superior ingredients that withstand Wisconsin's weather. Visit drspaving.com. DRS Paving and Asphalt. If you don't use DRS, it's your own asphalt. Who needs an alarm clock when you've got the farm, babe? Pam Yonke and the Farm Report. 520 now on a Monday morning and time to find out what's coming our way weather-wise. Stumach Ag Meteorologist joining us live via Skype. Buddy, you warned me on Friday that if I was headed down to Farm Aid at Alpine Valley, I better be ready with garbage bags and anything else to protect me from the wet and the mud. And boy, you were not wrong. 
I tell you, the rain started as soon as we got there at about 10 in the morning, and it really didn't let up all day long. There were still people sitting in mud watching Willie Nelson and family at about midnight on Saturday night into Sunday morning. I am really hoping that you can give us a little bit of a break from some of this uh, wet so we can dry out a little bit. There's a lot of folks out there that were in flash flood zones that need an opportunity to clean up. What do you got? Pam, I wish I could say it's all going to dry up and it's all going to be a distant memory. In fact, that flash flood watch you talked about, that held on in southern Wisconsin until the early morning hours today, but high pressure has started to edge on in. A little better chance we see some sunshine today and into the day Tuesday. With that sunshine, temperatures will be back to around normal for this time of the year, or a little bit above. Remember, low 70s are the normal highs right now, so that's going to be a little cooler than it was last week. Oh, before it's all said and done, the next low pressure system is going to build in from the west, and I expect that next system already toward Tuesday evening at La Crosse or Mauston and into Wednesday will mean another round of some rain building in. Now, I don't expect with this next system that we'll talk about inches of rain like measured up during the weekend and caused flooding and all kinds of muddy conditions, but we are going to add some more rain, kind of an insult to injury. After all, now our crops have finally started to mature and are looking a bit better, and now we're talking, especially in southern Wisconsin, of a couple inches of rain over the weekend and another chance Fortunately enough, I expect as we look toward Tuesday night or early Wednesday in southern Wisconsin, we may see a couple of tenths of an inch. Not going to be a major storm or anything, but low pressure builds in from the west and a cool front will be drawn through the area. Keep in mind with some clouds and rain, we cool off a great deal Wednesday, staying even cooler than normal Thursday. And on toward the end of the week, it happens again later Thursday night into Friday. More possibilities of scattered showers or thunderstorms, adding more moisture around here. That chance lingers around until even later Saturday. I'll have forecast details right after this. There goes Pam Yonke across Wisconsin in her suburban truck. Thanks to Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board and BadgerBean.com, helping farmers grow sustainable crops to feed a hungry planet. Focus on the future. Farm First represents dairy farmers in the halls of Congress and provides test verification, disaster assistance, and youth scholarship benefits. Farm First Dairy Cooperative. Keep up with Pam at FabulousFarmBabe.net, Facebook, and Twitter. After the problems this year, no one has to be reminded of how cruel nature can be. I'm Shannon Latham. Come drought, hail, or high water, if you plant the minimum product required, you're fully protected by Latham Seeds Replant Program. 75 bags of Latham brand corn or a 36-bag increase gets you a 100% replant. And 200 units of Latham soybeans treated with Soy Shield Plus earns the same. Let's hope not, but just in case, go to LathamSeeds.com or call 877-GO-LATHAM. Today, of course, I expect sunshine, a nice change from the weekend, but it does stay a little bit cooler, mostly sunny. Low 70s in the southwestern Wisconsin could be in the mid-70s, and the west winds will be around 5 to 10. We'll clear it out overnight, a little fog building in late, down to the mid-50s, southwest winds at 5, mostly sunny Tuesday, another fine day, mid and even upper 70s in the west, southwest winds at 5 to 10, but Tuesday night into Wednesday, that is, scattered showers or even thunderstorms develop with a rain chance Wednesday. Upper 60s and low 70s for highs. West winds gusting to 25. We dry it out a bit, but again, late Thursday, that next chance of some rain is going to build back in. So Pam, unfortunately, not drying out all that quickly. 
All right, buddy, I wish we could string together a few more dry days. We'll see what develops. Thanks, Stu. Stu Mocker, Ag Meteorologist, with a look at our weather details. All right, coming up after 5.30, aside from keeping you up to date on what's being discussed in the marketplace, including former U.S. Ag Secretaries getting together on Friday, talking about the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement, we're going to talk about a subject that doesn't get talked about much. So the garbage disposal, your kitchen sink, your bathroom sink, the big flush... Where does everything go that leaves your house? Through the drain. Well, I'll tell you what, if you're around the Dane County area, it may actually ultimately end up back on farm fields. I'll explain more about that with Metro Grow after 5.30. It's 5.25. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Are you ready for the next generation of body sculpting? A Skincare Minute with skincare expert, Michelle Neeson. Current body shaping devices have addressed unwanted stubborn fat and skin laxity. But what if we want more muscle strength and toning? MSculpt is our new body sculpting device at Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie that uses high-intensity electromagnetic contractions with a 30-minute treatment described as equivalent to 20,000 crunches. MSculpt is approved for abdomen, arms, thighs, and calves. And it's also the world's first non-invasive butt toning and lifting procedure. MSculpt is a safe, effective addition to any workout program. The possibilities are endless. Let your natural beauty shine through. View our specials at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. Silver and gold shining forever. Diamonds and other exotic gemstones, some mined right here in the United States. Great prices, a helpful staff. Where can you find all of this? I'm telling you, Goodman's Jewelers. They've been in business for 85 years because they know how to treat their customers right. They've been a part of a lot of love stories in those 85 years, from engagement rings to wedding bands to necklaces, brooches. They even have officially licensed NCAA Bucky Badge UW Jewelry. And if you've got a graduate who's maybe heading to UW, you may want to stop by Goodman's Jewelers to pick up that perfect gift. And they've got a gift for every occasion and someone to guide you along the way. Back in the day when I used to hear Jewelry Store, I thought there's nothing in there that I can afford. Stop in and talk to John and his staff and find out just how wrong we are. They've got some beautiful pieces at all price points. Their website, Goodman'sJewelers.com. Their location, 220 State Street. Same spot for those 85 years. Are you ready to power your appliances and heat your home with clean, efficient FS propane? Work with Insight FS, a company that lives and works in the same community you do. They'll check your system to help make sure it's safe and efficient. Call them about their convenient contracting or budget billing programs. When it comes to the safety and comfort of your family, you can trust Insight FS. Visit InsightFS.com to schedule an appointment today. Someday, everyone will have an energy-efficient tankless water heater and an endless supply of hot water. Benjamin Plumbing is now an A-certified dealer of Renai Tankless Water Heaters, the number one selling tankless water heater in North America. Renai Tankless Water Heaters are up to 40% more efficient and provide endless hot water. Stop wasting tons of energy keeping 40, 50, even 75 gallons of water hot all day and night with your old water heater. Call Benjamin Plumbing today and learn more about the new state-of-the-art energy-efficient Renai tankless water heaters, including a factory-extended warranty. 
Go Tankless. Endless hot water for your home with a new Renai water heater from Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses. I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. Come on, you don't want to be in Wisconsin come January. Why don't you join me? I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke, and we're headed for Costa Rica and Panama, January 4th through the 13th. What a great way to start calendar year 2020, and what a great tour to teach us more about the culture, the beauty, and the agriculture in Costa Rica and Panama. We'll fly into San Jose, Costa Rica, for the beginning of our trip, and then investigate agriculture there. That includes coffee production as well as dairy production. Of course, there's a lot of natural beauty we'll enjoy in Costa Rica, including Arenal Volcano National Park and Monteverde Cloud Forest Reserve. Then it's on our way to Panama, where we'll literally go from the Pacific Ocean to the Atlantic Ocean, courtesy of the canal. And we'll also get a chance to visit with the indigenous population just outside of Panama City. Find more at HolidayVacations.com, keyword camp, and view the special online video presentation. Or call 800-826-2266. You love to cook. Life should be lived like baking a spectacular 14-layer chocolate cake and you should be the one to choose the icing. This is Pete Gunderson. At Gunderson Funeral and Cremation Care, it costs nothing to prearrange affordable options and plan your life celebration. Gunderson Funeral and Cremation Care, your hometown life celebration center. Learn more at GundersonFH.com. Gunderson Funeral Home. Jocko, can, is this something you do know about? How good yeah. are the Milwaukee Brewers in the month of September? Oh, oh my God. I'm, I'm starting to get my uh, my soul patch. is starting to, you know, like it's getting ready again. Nope, yeah, did, nope. we, did we shave too prematurely, Jocko? Because I, I had a real itchy, did. scruffy mustache last week. I kind of looked like a wet rat. Thankfully, it grows bad. And, and I took it off, and now I'm, I'm you know, I might have to, because I don't grow facial hair that much. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm in a real spot now if they make the playoffs. Right. The three of us, and we've kind of said we've been on the. The three of us had never jumped off the bandwagon. Never. I mean, there were times where, where the bandwagon was going to crash. You know, we were we were going to stay on it and hold on. Steady, and but, steady, uh, hold course, yeah. Jocko. But, I never uh, freaked out and preemptively threw dirt on them. I never did that. No, no, you can't. You can't. <laughs> no. You know, the, the National League Center is crazy. Yep. Last night was a perfect example of it. I mean, you know, it just. Uh, um, you know, Monday night you think, oh, well, maybe this just wasn't meant to be, and they're going to keep winning, and the Cubs are going to keep winning, Cardinals are going to keep winning. But uh, I mean, last night was just, was was a great night, and uh, hopefully there's more of that where it came from, and uh, you just keep plugging away. Uh, visit with our buddy Jocko, NBC 15. All right, Jocko, we uh, we put this uh, Twitter poll into the field today. Uh, with Wisconsin start two and all two shutouts, do you, are you thinking to quote the great John Wick? They're back, uh, or do you need Saturday to kind of validate things? Or even at that point, it's, you're still only three and all. Like, what's your stance on on Wisconsin football? You know, erasing the memory of last year, and, and what would a win Saturday mean? You know, for this season going forward. Yeah, I think you know, although it's early in the season, I think it's huge. I think that uh, um, you know, people have their doubts, and you see uh, people kind of poo-pooing the uh, the two wins. Great word, by the way. Thank Great you. It, word. You know, I, I, and it's Wednesday, so I can use it. If it was, if it was Tuesday, I wouldn't use poo-poo. Yeah, I agree. But, uh, but I, I think that <laughs> it's a uh, – uh, 
it's a, a great tape measure to see just how far they've come from last year. I think their defense has uh, improved tenfold. Right. I, I, I just, I just think that I just think that that they're. It seems like they're more aggressive. That guys are, you know, they're making tackles, they're hitting hard, um, and of course uh, the offense is going well with Jack going in the center, and you know, anytime you have JT in the backfield, it's good. So I, I think that Saturday, you know, it's not a make or break game, but certainly will help uh, confidence moving forward. Do you think the Badgers are going to poo-poo Michigan? <laughs> I hope you know. You know what, what Michigan is. They're poo poo. <laughs> yes, yeah. Indeed. They, they need, they're like uh, you know their, their their theme song should be Outcast Roses. You know what I mean? Right. Like they, they, they just they smell like poo poo. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Hey, speaking of Badgers, real quick, I want to get your take on the Packers, and obviously we got to get your, your high school game. Um, how's your? You know, Ebo and I are like we're the pregame show. How the other half live? You, you know, Jocko, you're the you're you're the uh, you above know the, board. The, the above board pregame show. How's your new role of being the, the being the uh, pregame host? We're the poo poo. Very cool. It was no poo poo at the, at the Union South, but it was uh, it was very cool to be at Union South, and uh, I was the first one to introduce Dr. Corey Pompey as the. New, I saw that. Uh, that that's a big that, that's that was, a big deal, was, Jocko. Right before I announced him, I'm like, "Holy crap! This has not happened in 50 years at University of Wisconsin." So um, it was just a, a chance to do that, and uh, and there's like thousands and thousands of people that show up, and um, of course they're seated, they're there to see the band, but. Uh, you know, if I can get my uh, my brand and the NBC 15 brand out there a little bit, uh, it's a cool thing. So See, here's was, what you uh, do, Jocko. You start there because that you know the band and you know the the, the pageantry of a, a college game day. You go there and soak it up. Then you go to the red zone and then you soak up the booze. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know what? I'll get a, a cheeseburger at the red zone too. Because oh, oh, dude, dude. red zone cheeseburgers ridiculous. Ask for, for the Gen Special. Maybe I'll put that above. You know, the two slices of cheese. The red zone cheeseburger is better. <laughs> And then we'll do some shots. Oh, well done. I, I mean, Come on, Jocko. Hey, by the way, Jocko, there could be a feature piece for you guys. A former Badger great, Matt Bernstein's coming in on Saturday. He's going to do his – we're going to do the live Baker Mayfield where we bite a can of beer and shotgun it yeah. on Saturday nice. at the pregame show. Jocko, so. I was at the red zone last Saturday from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. <laughs> That's just unhealthy. <laughs> I was no. hurting the next day. Then we'll just get a, uh, a hoagie and IV for, for Bernstein, and we'll, we'll be set. <laughs> I think he'd like that. Uh, hey, uh, how big? Speaking of asking our teams back, just put two and zero into words. Beating the Bears, beating the Vikings. Uh, how stunned are you? If, you? if I would have told you three months ago or the day after Mike McCarthy was fired that this team was going to start two and zero against Bears Vikings, you would have said what? I would have said you're crazy. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Alrighty, 535 now on a Monday morning. Today is the 23rd day of September. Not a lot of real big historical items that I found for us. Happy birthday to the boss. Bruce Springsteen turns 70 years old today. Uh, Nintendo was founded on this date back in 1889. They say that it was originally a card company called Nintendo Kupai. And then it basically moved its way towards the arcade system. The first of their really popular games that Nintendo released, Donkey Kong, back in 1981. And on this date, back in 1932, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia was founded. And now you know. I'm P.M. Yankee. Now, from the Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk, here's what's happening on a Monday. Well, it was history of sorts on Friday out in Washington, D.C., That's when U.S. Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue decided to gather together some of the former U.S. Ag Secretaries 
to talk about the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Now, he tried to get every available ag secretary since the Reagan administration, and he was pretty doggone successful. Purdue said they all agree that the United States has to have access to international markets if agriculture is going to thrive. It's very important to me that we all have joined forces to really to announce unanimous support of the trade deal. These folks here and I and the others who signed the letter know how important trade is to our farmers. We've built a very productive environment in the United States by virtue of technology and genetics and many other things. And our farmers are so productive that they have built a supply chain that's really dependent upon moving product offshore. That's U.S. Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue, who was also joined by former U.S. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack. He's now president and CEO of the U.S. Dairy Export Council. Vilsack says that dairy stands to gain if the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement can be ratified because it forces changes in the way that Canada prices its milk. It's also a positive agreement because it preserves our number one dairy market, Mexico. It preserves it in a situation where there are not tariffs or barriers. That free flow of product over a billion dollars a year heading south is certainly incredibly important. About 30% of all U.S. dairy exports go to Mexico. About 75% of all their imports come from the U.S. Former U.S. Ag Secretary, that's Tom Vilsack. He said that the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement will get rid of Canada's Class 7 milk pricing system, which again would be good news for American dairy farmers. So kind of a cool picture if you jump on social media or take a look at it. Dan Glickman, former Ag Secretary under the Clinton administration. John Block, who was Ag Secretary under the Reagan administration. Mike Espy was there and Veneman. So a lot of former U.S. Ag Secretaries all standing united that the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement has to be ratified. We'll take a quick break. Back with a look at markets next. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. What do you think? We're going to have rain, we're going to have snow, we're going to have decent ground for the fall harvest. Whatever you're going to face, be ready for it. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee here from my buddies at McFarland, 780 Carolina Street in the heart of Sauk City, just off Highway 12. Real easy to find. And I'll tell you what, when you make your way into McFarland's where everything's all under one roof, if you're looking for assistance when it comes to the harvest, walk straight through the store back to the farm department. That's where the boys will be able to help you out. Whether it's a part that you need to make sure something's going to run smoothly or you're looking at new or used farm equipment, they're there to help you out. Remember, they specialize in the Agco product lines. They've got Massey's. They've got Kubota's. Whatever you're looking at, the staff at McFarland's can help you out. And remember, the farm department specifically has years of service. So whether it's new or used, tractors, combines, or short-line equipment, McFarland's is ready to help you all under one roof. Check it out. McFarland's, 780 Carolina Street in the heart of Sauk City, just off Highway 12. There goes Pam Yonke across Wisconsin in her suburban truck. Thanks to Wisconsin's Soybean Marketing Board and BadgerBean.com, helping farmers grow sustainable crops to feed a hungry planet. And buy your dairy farmers of Wisconsin. 
Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin exists to be a tireless advocate, marketer, and promoter for Wisconsin dairy farmers by growing demand for their dairy products. Keep up with Pam at fabulousfarmbabe.net, Facebook, and Twitter. 540 on the clock. Well, dairy farmers all across the countryside have a couple more days to sign up for the Dairy Margin Coverage Program. Chris Galen with the National Milk Producers Federation says it's absolutely critical that dairy farmers get signed up, no matter the size of your operation. If they haven't already done so, dairy farmers need to visit their county FSA office to look at their options for sign-up under the new Dairy Margin Coverage Program. What we know already, even though the year isn't done yet, is that if you sign up at the highest coverage level, which is $9.50 per hundredweight, and you enroll up to 5 million pounds of your milk production history, that's considered the Tier 1 level, up to 5 million pounds, the program is going to generate a net positive payout of tens of thousands of dollars. So this This is a great opportunity for farmers to take advantage of this new safety net program that was created by Congress in the last Farm Bill. Chris Galen with the National Milk Producers Federation, who, by the way, will be at World Dairy Expo in just a couple days. USDA had mentioned earlier this year they had about two-thirds of all U.S. dairy farms already signed up for the Dairy Margin Coverage Program. They extended the deadline to try to get even more numbers. We will find out next week what the final tally is, but the bottom line is our calculations are that even though roughly $350 million is available to dairy farmers through this program, right now the number of farms that have signed up and at the levels they've signed up, that will generate payouts of about $250 million. So there's a significant amount of money that may be left on the table here if farmers don't sign up by September 20th. Again, Chris Galen with the National Milk Producers Federation. Dairy farmers have until this Friday to get into their local farm service agency office and sign up for the dairy margin coverage program. They gave them an extra week to make that decision. Friday in Chicago, barrel cheese dropped another penny to 165 and a half. 40-pound black cheese was up a half at 205. Double-A butter, that gained a penny and a quarter to close the week at 211 and a half. Talking about what's going on as far as the grain trade's concerned, Friday in Chicago saw the December corn contract drop two cents to 370 and three quarters. November soybeans were down 10 and a quarter on Friday to 882 and three quarters, while the July new crop wheat finished the week down two and a half at 499 and three quarters. So there you go. Just a quick update on where the numbers stand as we get rolling on a Monday. Coming up next, I think it's something we take for granted. You flush the toilet, you put something down the garbage disposal. Guess what? That material's got to go somewhere. Uh, In the Dane County area, some of that solid material may actually end up on farm fields. We're telling that story with Kim Meyer from Madison Metro Grow next. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Baseball, these are the moments that bring us to our feet. But the most important moment happens when we all stand together. United for a great cause. We once again join our partners Stand Up to Cancer in reaffirming a commitment to the fight against cancer. Since 2008, Major League Baseball, its fans, players, and coaches have delivered a powerful, determined message that we, together, will defeat cancer. I'm Matt Damon. I'm Candace Patton. Joe Manganiello. Jordana Brewster. Zachary Levi. I'm Uzo Aduba. Cancer has in some way touched all of us. 
So join Major League Baseball and stand up to cancer as we stand in honor of all loved ones affected by this disease. Visit standuptocancer.org slash MLB. Stand up with us. Celebrating 100 years, the Wisconsin Farm Bureau. It's a grassroots organization of people just like you and me who care about keeping agriculture strong. Joining the Farm Bureau can also qualify you for a number of money-saving member benefits that include discounts on insurance, travel, even equipment. Farm Bureau proud for 100 years. Become a member today at WFBF.com. A voice for farmers, vision for agriculture. Wisconsin Farm Bureau. As the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin, Rural Mutual is excited to announce the Rural Mutual Farm Dividend Program. The first of its kind in the state. They know how hard you work, so they want to reward you. Rural Mutual's Farm Dividend Program rewards farmers for their loyalty and dedication with up to a 5% dividend. And since Rural Mutual only does business in Wisconsin, premiums paid here stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. To learn more about Rural Mutual's Farm Dividend Program and how you may qualify, please contact a rural agent or visit RuralMutual.com. Just mow it. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. All right, we're headed towards 6 o'clock on a Monday morning. Don't forget, tomorrow, break, snore, commodity specialist, Farm Futures Magazine, farmfutures.com. So we're going to wrap it off this morning with a topic that I bet you don't think about too very much, whether you're flushing it down the drain in the kitchen, whether it's a flush in the bathroom. All of the contents that you send down the drain in your house have to end up somewhere if you're in the Dane County area, some of that may end up in the Madison Metropolitan Sewer District. Now, what you also may not realize is some of the solids from that waste actually end up on farm fields around Dane County as nutrients. I had a chance to visit with Kim Meyer. She is the resource recovery manager for Madison Metro Grow. That is the solids recovery unit uh, through the Madison Metropolitan Sewage District. Now, you think farmers are frustrated with the wet weather that we've been seeing? Well, so are the folks at Metro Grow. See, they need dry conditions so that they can get out and apply that uh, recovered waste to farm fields around Dane County. Now, it's very safe, it's very heavily monitored, and it's a way for some farmers to not only gain back nutrients, but also gain back a little cash when it comes to their land and Metro Grows Partnership. I talked about it with Kim Meyer, and she explains the process and the benefits to both the community as well as farmers in the area. Yeah, we collect uh, material from all of Dane County, with the exception of a few communities. Uh, we receive 40, over 40 million gallons of wastewater every day, which is treated here and released into two areas south of the treatment plant. And we collect approximately 100,000 gallons of biosolids every day, and that's used as farm fertilizer locally. So now when people hear biosolids, let's be very specific about this. I'm a homeowner in Madison. What, are, what am I contributing to the system? So anything you flush down the toilet comes to the treatment plant, anything you put down a drain. So all the inorganic um, materials are removed and the water and the solid material separated. The solid material, after it's digested, it is called biosolids, and that's what we use as farm fertilizer. And it is a good farm fertilizer. We talk about the process that it goes through so that it's safe for farmers to use and high nutrient value. Yes, um, the material is digested, which reduces the bacteria content, and we're highly regulated by the DNR, so we apply the material very responsibly based on regulation to protect human health and the environment. How many, about how many farmers do you have cooperating right now with Metro Grow to try to make available acres so they can spread and inject that uh, final product? 
Well, we apply on approximately 200 fields in a year, equaling about 5,000 mm-hmm. acres. Um, that is probably around 50 farmers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that we cooperate with. And always looking for more. I mean, this is one of the great untold stories in the Madison area of how we're recycling to the truest and deepest extent. Yeah, in the fall, we have a lot of farmers wanting the material. It's a good time of year to accept it. Um, but we're always looking for people to take the material in the spring because we're always in between them and getting their crops planted. And we're also looking for wheat ground because it's that time of year no one's in a rush and we can get the product out to the field. And for those farmers that are patient, there's a little per diem if they'll be patient and cooperate with Metro Grow. Yeah, there's an incentive for those in the spring. So uh, we understand that there's a yield loss if you wait for us, but uh, we try to compensate farmers fairly to ensure that we have land available to us. This has been a challenging year for you guys too, just like the farmers you work with. Yeah, um, we've had a lot of rain and very few days to get out there. So uh, we just take what Mother Nature sends us and we just hope that we can get it done here shortly. Mm-hmm. Now this uh, biogrow material that we're talking about that gets land spread back to farmers uh, is not the only product that uh, we're talking about. Everything here has a purpose. Uh, tell me about, again, the water. People don't realize that some of our watersheds around uh, south central Wisconsin are fed by some of this very clean water. Yeah, the, most of the water goes to Bad Fish Creek and a small portion of it to the Sugar River. Um, we also have the product called Austera. Um, it's a granular cyst, uh, product that's sold to horticulture industry. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a cake material that we make. Um, it's a class A material, so it, the bacteria is very low where someone can take and use that in their garden. And then the bulk of our material for the solid is the Metro Girl product, 36 million gallons a year. And always looking for more partnerships. You were talking about Yahar Pride Farms, that voluntary farm effort to do uh, more conservation projects, more ways to keep nutrients on the ground. You're looking at a composting project with them. Tell me more about that. Yeah, we did a project last year where we composted the cake material that we have at the treatment plant with pen pack manure and a couple other um, materials from the farm, such as corn stalks, mm-hmm. um, some digester solids, Mm -hmm. and the outcome was really favorable. What did they do with it, use it? Did they have to turn it? What was, uh, give me a sense of the process. Sure, we we brought our material out to the facility where the composting was to happen, and they mixed it with some of the farm-based materials. Mm-hmm. And right now we actually have it stored, and we're going to be using it for a research project this fall. Excellent. So I was saying to Kim, I think this is one of those stories that the average Madison consumer isn't aware of, doesn't want to be aware of, or is almost in denial that what they flushed down the toilet is actually being used by area farms. Tell us more about what we don't know about this product, Kim, or what goes on here. Yeah, even before it's flushed down the toilet, there's a lot of efforts here at the treatment plant to reduce pollution. We have a group um, that do pollution prevention. They work with industries. They work with dental clinics. Um, to reduce anything being flushed down the toilet, mm-hmm. put down the drain. Mm-hmm. So we, our material is exceptional quality for metals. Um, we really don't have an issue with metals in our biosolids. Um, you know, we work with MedDrop to make sure people put medications where they belong, not down the drain. Mm-hmm. Um, so our product is a, is a great fertilizer product that the farmers like to utilize locally. Yeah, absolutely. It's all about education and keeping people aware. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, this facility and the outreach programs that you do. You know, we were talking about bringing people in, helping them better understand this. Um, farmers, too, would need to better understand about how they can interact here. Uh, granted, this spring's not the best example, but uh, if farmers 
farmers have acres, or more importantly, as I pointed out to Kim, nitrogen is a very expensive input for our farms. How do they approach you if they have acres that they'd like to try and work with Metro Grow on? Yeah, um, anyone that works with it or anyone that farms within a 30 mile radius of the treatment plant, uh, there's opportunity to receive Metro Grow. Um, there's a permitting process that has to occur up front, which takes about a month. So if people are interested in a fall application, which is a great time to try if you've never tried Metro mm-hmm. Grow, um, it takes about a month that we need to work through the DNR process to make sure the field is fit for application. And again, this has been going on for a while. I mean, there's been improvements in the process right along the way. I said to you, how efficient do we estimate that this facility is? And despite a growing population around the Madison area, you guys are doing pretty good keeping up. Yeah, our actual volume of material that we collect and spread every year for Metro Grow has not changed, even though the population has grown. So the treatment process has improved um, over time to keep us moving in the same direction. Mm -hmm. And how long has it been since this partnership with farmers was formed? I'm sure initially it was kind of a research, let's try it and see situation, but that goes back literally decades. Yeah, in the 1970s, they began to empty out the lagoons where the initial material was stored when the treatment plant started. Um, So in the 90s, the larger storage bins, or the larger storage tanks were built, and that's when the Metrico program started as it is now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And always looking for, again, new partnerships. That's one message I want to leave you with. So if people are curious about the project or different facets of what's being salvaged here, how can they find out more, Kim? Well, we do have tours at the treatment plant. Um, So on our website, you can access the tour page and get connected with a tour here. Mm -hmm. What's the website? Um, madsewer.org, M-A-D-S-E-W-E-R.org. And do we know what's next? Are they thinking about new processes, new innovations, new technology that might th- that they might be able to introduce to get yet even another product that uh, could return some value to the community? Yeah, we're going to be doing a study over the course of the next year and a half to determine which way we should go into the future, whether it be maintaining our liquid program or possibly going in a different direction. Like I said, something a lot of folks don't think about. That's Kim Meyer, Resource Recovery Manager for the Madison Metropolitan Sewage District, the Metro Grow Program. You might see the semis on the roadways if you're in and around the Dane County area. And now you know that uh, that waste that leaves your house ultimately may end up benefiting farm fields around Dane County and farmers' pockets in regards to the rent money that they get. You want to find out more, you can just go ahead and look at the Madison Metro Grow website. And they do welcome visitors if you're ever interested in seeing the process. Thanks again to Kim Meyer and all the staff.